So, why have you gathered us here today? Well, we've been covering the notes of Bloodborne.、Mm-hmm. It's been an important journey.、Mm-hmm. We learned all kinds of things about the world, such as、uh, there's a ritual involving a baby and a red moon. There's a ritual involving a baby and a red moon. There's,、uh, there's a ritual involving a baby and a red moon. And、uh, that we need to ascend to Erden Chapel, which is physically impossible. As it is at ground level. I feel like we also learned a lot about life and ourselves. No, no we didn't. <laughs> we learned how the Big Moon energy drink is made. Can we just can we just go? Can we just keep like. <laughs> well,、uh, well, okay. Like, I'm feeling a little bit like I did toward the end of Reborn, but <laughs> at least in Reborn, I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen. In this, I know I know what it is. So it's it feels more like just getting it over with. This is the bonus round of the notes. Yep, because while casual fans <laughs> may tell you that Bloodborne contains a mere twenty-one notes,、mm-hmm. us Bloodborne professionals know there are in fact twenty-three notes, <laughs> but the last two are conditional on what you do with a certain NPC. Ah,、oh, and can you tell me where are these notes located? These notes are located in Erden Chapel after we have ascended to it. <laughs> What kind of notes are they? They are scraps of paper left behind on the chair that the old woman was sitting in. Oh, the mystery deepens. Hmm. Has the blood caused her to transform into a note? <laughs> no, she's gone and left a note for us. Or has she? <laughs> And can you read them in your best chapel dweller voice? Hold on, just wait a wee bit, my little dearie. And <laughs> wait just a wee bit longer, my little sweet pea. I've forgotten what he sounds like. I think I think that was pretty on I, point. I just went with like extra in a Dickens adaptation. <laughs> The only one I remember is like the old woman you sent. She's dead, stone dead. I don't know what could have done it because he says that like twenty fucking times. Oh, she's dead, stone dead. <laughs> He's very distressed. He is distressed. He's the only nice character in the game. And to think I almost killed him the first time I met him. Hmm. I did that with Eingi in Dark Souls. You know the pyromancer guy who like guards Quelag's sister. Oh, the the little guy. Yeah,、mm. yeah, because he uses the same model、yeah. as the enemies before you get to him. Oh, you so monster! So when I saw him, yeah, I thought he was an, and I just killed him. And then I realized later on that like his um his corpse keeps spawning every、yeah. time we go to the area to remind you of what you have done. Yeah, yeah.、Uh, do you wanna do you wanna have a guess as to what class I was playing? Pyromancer. 
Uh-huh. But it's all right, because, you know, there's there's the other pyromancer trainer. Who? Uh, there's Laurentius. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, unless. Unless? You get you get a pyromancy from Blighttown and talk to him, and he's like, where'd you get the pyromancy? And then if you say Blighttown, he goes there, and he dies. So, you were a useless pyromancer. Yes. Yes, my pyromancy career was cut tragically short. <laughs> I ended up relying entirely on Toxic Mist, because it doesn't care what level your pyromancy flame is. Have you heard of swords? Have you beaten the Four Kings yet? Oh my god, there we go! Oh, I made a character specifically to beat the Four Kings with you. Okay, but then why are they still alive, Richie? Because you won't co-op with me to do it. Okay, fine, patron goal. Let's go. Let's do this. Well, the patron goal of a Dark Souls channel is that you play Dark Souls. Look at me, I'm Richie. Oh, did you beat the Four Kings? Okay. Where is this? Goals. Okay. Sin and Richie stream Dark Souls 1 and try to beat the Four Kings because Richie is bully. Sin, <laughs> did you beat the Four Kings? Not yet. Okay, let me bring it up again in the week. I know you're not playing Dark Souls 1, so I don't know why I expect your answer to change. Sin, did you beat the Four Kings? Yes, not yet. Okay, let me ask that week. I know you haven't played Dark Souls 1, so I don't know what I expect your answer to change. Did you like my song? It's beautiful. I literally just made it up. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. Oh. You want to know the truth? P.S. JSF is big bully. <laughs> yes, what's up? When you were singing that, I was laughing so hard I was crying, and I was trying not to make noise because I didn't want to interrupt you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Richie. Okay. I imagine most of that is going on Patreon, or preferably in the bin. So, can you explain what the notes mean? Well, they mean what happens is you can ask the old woman to bring you sedatives. And if she does that when she she gets the sedatives by leaving and we think like presumably going back to her house. But it's weird because of where you find her body. But, like, she's regardless, she's going to find you sedatives if you ask her for them. And she does that by, like, what will happen is she'll say, I'm going to go look for them. The next time you visit the area, she's left a note saying, I'm going to go get the sedatives for you. Just hold on, I'll be back. And then the next time you come back, she will be there. And if you send her out too many times, there won't be a note and she will have died. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What does that mean? It means that eventually she was killed by someone. 
Oh. Probably the amygdala. Really? Well, because she dies, like, in roughly where the amygdala is. So it, like, it may have picked her up or something. But aren't there, like, church giants there, too? Or Batman? Um, I think they disappear after the Pale Blood Sky. Not the church giants. No, no, no. The um, I I mean the the guys, the, Batman, the servants. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But the church um, giants still hang around. There. Uh yeah. But anyway, the reason she says like my little dearie and my sweet pea mm-hmm. is that she starts to she starts to basically go senile and she thinks you're her child. But we know that you're not because we know who her child is. Hmm. Erden. Oh, wait, Patches. Yes! Yeah. There we go. Ka- kawaii Patches Chan. Kawaii Patches Chan. And to be clear, like, in. I have looked at the raw text files, and in Japanese, 100% she does say Kawaii Patches Chan. Oh. So, yeah, these are notes. Like, mm-hmm. but because it's contingent on what you tell the old woman to do. You won't always see them. Mm-hmm. And you probably won't tell the old woman to do this because you can get sedatives f- just from the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get the impression that, like, a lot of these items weren't supposed to be as accessible and they would have, you would have got them in Erden. Mm-hmm. Because the narrow-minded man... Uh, a character that is extremely difficult to get to Erden Chapel, and once he's there, does nothing. Yeah. Um. He he has unused dialogue where he's like, it's something like, if you give me something, I'll give you something in return, which implies he would have worked like a merchant. Like, you could maybe buy stuff for him or trade stuff. So it would have been a little more like Dark Souls, where you get people into your shrine and they just- Yeah, because you would have, like, um, Ariana and Adela giving you blood. Mm-hmm. The old woman gives you sedatives. The beast guy gives you beast blood pellets, and then the narrow-minded man does fuck all. But <laughs> he may have like he may have sold you things. He will drop um, pungent blood cocktails. So he may have they may have intended that he would sell you pungent blood cocktails. Mm-hmm. But instead, he just sits there and. Um, is rude. Oh my god, Richie! Mm-hmm. We have a whole podcast about the narrow-minded man. Oh, Christ, we do. I just remembered. Yeah, it's a good one, too. One nugget of advice. Don't listen to that podcast. <laughs> oh, and he always says the opposite of what's true. So it's like, one <laughs> nugget of advice. That's the best episode they ever recorded. <laughs> You'd yeah. best listen to it. Oh, Rich is throwing shade left and right in these note podcasts. Okay, well, yeah, it's it's four in the morning. Four in the morning? Four kings? You, you, you brought that up. You? It, it was not me. Yeah, but you, you brought it up earlier, and now you primed me with the number four. Bully? <sighs> So, Dr. Peelbeam, I guess this is the end of our notes journey. 
Yep. Can you tell us what you learned along the way? Well, I think what what we showed with the notes is like the notes do a pretty good job of making the plot hang together. Hmm. And like like I was saying, they kind of stand in for the Solaire style character that you would normally have, like Solaire or Oscar, not Oscar, um, Ostrava. Like the character who sort of goes on the journey with you and, and tells you what's happening. Instead of that, they scattered these little pieces of information around. But again, because like because they they're not um, it's not an NPC. A lot of people will just run past them. Uh-huh. And also, like it's easy to miss them. It's easy to get them kind of out of sequence and. Um, and also, like we were saying, because your first playthrough of Bloodborne is likely going to be around 40-ish hours, things that are in notes that are meant to call back to earlier notes probably won't be fresh in your mind by the time you read them again. So, like, the um, the references to Pale Blood, like, they kind of line up pretty well, but there's probably going to be, like, six to eight hours of gameplay in between each one. So you're not likely to, like, make a linear connection in your head about what they all kind of add up to. Uh, Also, there's probably slightly too many about Mensa's beckoning the Red Moon. (laughs) They just really want us to realize that Mensa's beckoning the Red Moon. But you, you say that, but, like, a lot of people still didn't get that. Yeah, I probably didn't get that the first time I played. A lot of a lot of people thought literally it's just a lunar eclipse. And that therefore like this happens every like few months in Yarnum. Just this huge red moon appears and everyone dies. <laughs> and then new people move in and then the same thing happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like those villages that are built in the paths of volcanoes. Yeah. Yeah. Where people just like, okay, the volcano's coming, everyone like just leaves, comes back, builds a new house, fertilizes the land, because the lava does like a good job of that. Like a fresh start. Every time. Not a bad deal. Well, yeah, apart from the fact that there's fucking lava and you might <laughs> die, and probably not. We're making it sound a lot more safe than it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you're right about the notes helping bring the plot together. Yeah. I think in their next game, they should just have notes. Insecure. Whatever. No, Sekiro's already like done. <laughs> the next next game. But that that's kind of how Resident Evil worked. Because Resident Evil, by its nature, did not have like that many characters in it because it's like a, just a zombie infested mansion and everyone's dead by the time you arrive. So the story is told through like you find notes lying around mm-hmm. that sort of you piece together the story that way. That's cool. Yeah, and I feel like maybe they were going a little for that with Bloodborne. Where that you're sort of playing like an investigator character. 
Oh, just like in Lovecraft stories. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's the thing, because, like, our character is sort of awkwardly positioned between being an investigator from Call of Cthulhu and being a ninja. A ninja investigator? Because, like, we're snooping around learning all this stuff, but then at the same time, like, it's not really... You wouldn't call it a stealth game because, like, if anyone spots you, it's like, okay, I've got a, got a transforming saw <laughs> and a, a shotgun. <laughs> I'll just deal with you and then I'll get back to, uh, like, I said, I've said this before, but I know a lot of people who, like, they like Bloodborne a lot and they want a version without combat. They want a version that's just you exploring Yarnum and figuring out what happened as opposed to, like, yeah. You can technically yeah. do that if you invade someone's world and just walk around. Yeah, yeah, I'd spend a day doing that with Meph to record all the enemies. Oh, nice. Yeah. You can go to a Bloodborne-Wiki, and every time you see a close-up of an enemy that's, like, in a static position, and then you probably just scroll past it, it's like, okay, no, <laughs> that was a whole day. <laughs> Of um, me playing through the game from beginning to end, summoning Meth as an adversary, and then standing there while she took photographs of every single enemy in the area with the monocular. <laughs> Maybe there should have been, like, there should have been one in Mikolash's boss arena that was all just random runes and you couldn't read it. Because, like, he's, like, he's tipped over into insanity from all the Eldritch knowledge. So there'd be a note from him, but it would just be, like, random, like, runes that he's drawn out. Oh, yeah. But having said that, I know that if that had happened, they would have been like, I translated Mikolash's runes and here's what it means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm mocking that, but like, I, I would probably be the person who did that. <laughs> Do we want to rank the notes? You know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's do okay. that. Okay. Okay. Um, what would you say is the worst note? I think the worst one is the new version of the sky and the cosmos are one, the choir. Why do you think that? I just don't like that they changed it to make it worse than what it actually was originally. They made it more confusing. Right. And you? I'd say the worst is um, Ritual Secret Broken Seek the Nightmare Newborn. Why? Because the game has already, like, mentioned that there's a newborn in the nightmare, like, three times at this point, And it just comes across as, as them going, like, oh, shit. Uh, maybe we didn't communicate this well enough. Better do it again. <laughs> what is your favorite note? Um, mm, there's, there's a lot that I think are, like, good. Probably hunt the great ones, I think, because that's the point where it all comes together and you realize what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Like, the combination of three third chords and hunt the great ones. I think that, like, suddenly everything 
kind of makes a bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shout out to uh, Ascend to Erden Chapel. <laughs> I really like this town is long abandoned. Hunter's not wanted here. Yeah. Yeah, because then you go, oh yeah, don't tell me what to do with my life, and you go in anyway. So you think it was deliberately there to annoy you, to make yeah. you be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the note was testing me, and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how it's going to go down. Right. But I really also like Seek Pale Blood to transcend the hunt, because that's the note yeah. that um, I read on a lot back in the day and listened to a lot of lore on back yeah. in the day. And every time there would be something new about it that would be discovered in the community. Yeah. Weird that there's no notes in Kanehurst. Like, Kanehurst has a gigantic library, and yet there are no notes, even though someone was, like, clearly reading books during the siege. <laughs> Even if it was just like, Lawrence, you fuck. <laughs> Maybe they were notes like that, and then Lawrence, or whoever, came by later and picked him up. It's like, this is making us look really, really bad. Yeah. Also, delete half of this castle. <laughs> It'll still make sense. Oh my god, maybe all the notes were in the other half of the castle. Honestly, I think they probably weren't. I think they probably weren't notes until... After all the revisions, they sat back and were like, "Uh oh." <laughs> Maybe we should we should try explaining this a little bit more clearly. <laughs> what if we find a cut one that's like, "You are now my surrogate child," signed the doll brackets Erden. Okay, I guess that's it, Richie. All right. What's our next project like? I feel like this was a great success. We should do something similar. Do you have any ideas? Did you want to do one about the runes? I think what we're going to do is one episode per rune, but it's going to be for patron. Hyped? <laughs> <laughs>